Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. is Suzanne Toro. This segment is brought to you by Be Simply, and I want to thank you all for joining in today. And today, in this uh, Dharma Talk, Suzanne style, I like to call it, we're going to be talking about in the name of, and you can fill in the blank from there. And so when we stand for something, whether it's from a spiritual guise, a theological guise, a political, a emotional, whatever you want to name it, even um, a trend, <laughs> you stand for some trend, uh, I giggle because all these things can often end up being divisive if we don't stay clear and humble in our practice and continue to inquire if there is complacency that meets our everyday life, then status quo can simply pick you up, you, the individual, and start uh, shaping you into what the curator wants to happen. And when you are just a bystander versus uh, interacting, not only with what you're hearing, but your life, what you're taking in, asking questions, just because you show up in a certain set and setting does not mean that you have to believe everything that's being told to you. And in fact, a really good student has questions and those questions, one will help you have a deeper understanding of what's being offered. And then number two will also help that person, place, or thing get a little bit more clear with what they're stating. And if there's any incongruency, it will be revealed through that discourse. Now, both parties may not agree. However, it will be revealed to one or the other. And then if there's harmony, then that is revealed also and you keep moving forward. But as soon as we become complacent, then we start um, holding a certain level of ideology that lost the questions, that lost, oh, what do I need to ask here? And that's where we get this in the name of, in the name of, and it could sound good, like in the name of love or in the name of the person that you study under if you have a theological faith it could sound very genuine and and passionate even however if it's met with complacency or a blind eye then one is just following without asking questions and this is so important in a healing process in deepening your studies, whatever they might be. They don't have to be just spiritual or faith-based, but whatever you're studying, it's important that you keep asking questions because every time we get a new body of information, we all are invited to reevaluate what something 
might have been misinterpreted as or thought to be until we reevaluate. So I feel this is really important. So as we're coming to this very interesting threshold with one another, there's this one thing that will be mandated by each and every person in the world, and that is authenticity. And so anything that's not true, from the smallest thing to the biggest thing, will continue to be revealed. So be comfortable getting naked, if you will, metaphorically speaking, because these things will just be seen. And then from there, uh, this will require you to clear off your glasses and be willing to see clearly because it's these manipulations and these delusions that have led us to here. And so what will happen as we go through and you become more certain of what you're standing in the name of, you will be clearer as to what is harmonious for you to interact with. And so I share this all with you because it's so important um, just to take a breath right now. Humanity at large has been put through a lot and all our ancestors before here. And the battles continue to be waged by the divisiveness, by the blind faith versus really stepping back and stepping into critical and objective thinking. And it can be disorienting because it's going to require, as we go through this process, to let go of your old operating systems. You know how they make us upgrade on the computer? <laughs> It's like, oh, we have to have another upgrade. Why do we need all these upgrades on our computer? You know, maybe if humanity had that many upgrades, we wouldn't, um, this wouldn't feel so tumultuous right now for humanity at large. Each and every person's being impacted right now, whether you, you are having an easy time or a hard time or somewhere in between, everyone's being impacted and called into action to do their healing. So as we upgrade our system, uh, we have a responsibility not to call upon, you know, the old aspects that didn't work. You know, that's why they have upgrading and operating systems, because those old systems didn't work. That's why in quote unquote medicine, they have new things because the old thing didn't work. So I really um, encourage each and every one of you, if you so to choose really evaluate where you might like cling to something a that didn't work b that you just are afraid to let go of and c that you absolutely know doesn't work for you or many but are still holding on to it because as we step into this authenticity passage as we step into this place of being authentic and engaging with authentic people, it will change how you do business, how you pray, how you evaluate what science is, how you engage with the natural world, how you choose to or not choose to engage in the artificial world. All of these things are going to quickly go through a metamorphosis and a transformation. And so with that, you have the opportunity to 
really get clear from your interior to the outside world. And it's, it's confusing and I can share this. And if you listen very carefully, because what I do for majority of my living is listening to people. And I've been listening to people for well over 20 years and even longer than that, because I was an architecture. I've always been in this capacity to really listen to what people need or want and help deliver that, whether it's been through a physical space, whether it's been through a brand or a product or marketing, or whether it's been through their well-being. All that listening, I can rest assured that I've become a really good. I, maybe I should have a, like some letters by my name for being a, a master listener. And that what's happening right now, if you're way outside of the field, you, you can see what's happening is they're doing another manipulation. And you'll see these individuals, people, places, and things. And the reason this is important to point out is they're like, oh, yeah, I was this, but now I'm this. And so on an eternal spiritual path, yeah, people have ahas and people are awakened and get their momentum to move forward. However, what I can share with you is that deep, sincere change is going to take some space. And if you look at how long it took for you to become in disharmony, it could take just as long for you to reach harmony again, or maybe not. But you have to understand that there were efforts made to create an imbalance. And then you have to make efforts to create a rebalance. And if you take shortcuts, if you skip steps, you're going to have to go back to square one and start over again. And I watch this over and over in the healing process. People get to a certain level and they back off. They're like, oh, I'm done. They lose patience. But they had all the patience in the world to create those efforts that created disharmony. And so if you listen very clearly in the world right now, people are using, especially in faith, they are being very divisive. They're manipulating where they're at right now to mislead. They are manipulating what was, and that was manipulated already, to mislead. And so the only way to navigate this moment is to really get clear with your relationship to what you call the divine. Because whenever all of these uh, texts were written, they were true based on what was happening in that moment. And they served in that moment. It's like if I write a poem, that is true, so deeply true to me in that moment. And then it still will have meaning and other people might pick it up and read it and it has meaning, but it'll change because oftentimes there's this spiritual, esoteric, emotional thing happening inside of me that generates those prose. And then over space, that will become a metamorphosis. So if inspired, I encourage you to really self-examine where you have blind faith right now. And if it involves your theological path, your studies, practices, I encourage you to go deeper in them. I'm not saying that they're one way or the other, because I've seen miracles in every direction. So I 
have said since I've been on this journey and I started seeing miracles in every which way that I'm not going to call it out as one thing. It's very unique. It's very special. And I know to treat it with reverence and respect and not grasp at it. And I'm so humbled by the times I've been touched by it. And so it's for you to determine what that is and what you are professing and needing and how you're honoring it. You know, ultimately from my perspective, all pathways have a purpose and that service and kindness and love and compassion. Now you can decide what that means for you, like what the outcome for you, that is for you. For some people, it means that they're going to the kingdom of heaven. For some people, it means they're reaching enlightenment. For some people, it means that they are going to commit to being service in service again and again and again to help others. So for each and every one of you, that's going to be different. And if you get clear on that, then there's less like noise because every time you start seeing all this information out there that is trying to grab your attention and make you feel bad about yourself and shame you and tell you you're not doing it right and you don't belong and you're going to be in hell and damnation and you're, what you're doing is evil and all these things that creates this divisiveness and they're doing it again and again and again. So get clear, get really clear. And those things that you are practicing and studying are very personal. They're private. It's just like being in your bedroom with your beloved. It's private. It's personal. And within your Sangha, yeah, that's a safe space to share those things. And then if you feel you're in a space that you want to share that with others, I encourage you to do that gently because that's, that's a, a little invasive in the sense that it's like, Ooh, I'm going to share this with others. It, with the intent to persuade them to be like me. And that's why I do these Dharma talks, Suzanne style, because they're not, I'm not going to root them in one faith to the best of my ability. I have talked about specific things, but to the best of my ability, I want everyone, no matter what faith you are, whatever non-faith you are, that you can connect, dive a little deeper into your inner landscape practice some meditation, which is mind training that will enrich anyone's faith and then have some sound. And the beauty is, is when you cultivate this practice for yourself and then meet it with the materials that you choose, your sacred texts, the things you choose to read and study, because that's necessary on a spiritual path. Just meditating and just going and experiencing phenomena in different ways, putting them all together with some contemplation is important because that's what brings you back to that place where you're asking questions, where you're not complacent, where you're continuing to examine. That's why in many Eastern traditions, 
maybe in Western. It's entertained a little bit, but more in some of the Eastern traditions, debate is welcomed because that's how something is continued to be examined, to look at. And it's welcomed. that The debate is welcomed. And it used to be that other faiths could come together and have debates and have conversations, not to become enemies, but to better understand one another. And there have been moments where the, everyone's come together and been able to respect each other's practices in harmony. And that can happen again. And I'm quite certain that we don't need to spend too much time in our history because it's been manipulated. So how are we to know anything to be actually accurate at this point? But what we can know is the person that sits in front of you, the person that you can reach out and touch and hug, the person that you can hear the resonance of their voice, the person that you can look in their eyes and see their soul. We can know that. And then we can observe each other's behaviors and where we choose to put our attention and where we choose to engage in life. And bit by bit, that information allows us to harmonize with each other and to really see an authentic expression of self. And I think everyone will feel a lot lighter as we go into this next epoch is because you don't have to pretend. You don't have to pretend so you don't get in trouble. You don't have to pretend so people like you. You don't have to pretend so that you can get ahead in your career. You don't have to pretend about anything. All you have to do is show up and be authentic and honor your gifts that are unique to you. Because we will be moving to a proactive well society out of a control blind faith society. And as we move into that well society, the people, places, and things that are faking it will fade away. And so when you say in the name of, when you say those words and you say whatever you want to fill in the blank, you will be working towards it, you will be practicing it, and you will eventually embody it. There won't be pivoting. There won't be changing every trend that will no longer appear. There will be a sincerity and a passion and a love for that which is unique to you. And this also is how you choose to express your faith, which is your secret sauce that shows up in and around everything you do. And if your faith is kindness, if your faith is love, if your faith is Jesus or Buddha or Allah or God, whatever you want to call it, nature, it will show up because guess what? That unexplainable thing that I can't put one name on is everywhere and it's in you. So with that being said, I welcome you all to come up into an upright seated position. 
taking a nice deep breath in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And again, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, breathing in and out. Welcoming you feel into your normal breathing pattern. Just notice your breath. And if your mind is normally busy, I encourage you just to stare at a spot somewhere down in front of you, soft gaze. And then from there, I welcome you to Bring your breath with that gaze and use them as your focal point and just gently move into this meditation, allowing my words just to fall away and gently just feeling the focal point.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Oh.
taking a soft, gentle breath into your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. And again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, following your natural breathing pattern, when you're ready, just rolling over onto your right or left side. And then you can stay there if you wish, or you can come up into an upright seated position. Either way, take another deep breath in. And out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, I just want to welcome you all to sit a little bit longer. We'll exit out with little Cadre Scott fields of flowers. And I welcome you in the next few days and this week or whenever you're listening to this to feel into what you're certain about and deepen what that is for you, especially from a spiritual or theological practice. Really deepen that. So when you might feel you're wavering, you know where to move towards to deepen what brings you home. And if you're ready to break the spell of manipulation, all you have to do is start saying, I did not agree to this. Every time you discover that you have a manipula manipulation in front of you, you just state, I did not agree to this. Even if it was hidden in legal text, you did not agree to this because that was a manipulation. And when or if you catch yourself manipulating another, correct yourself. Bring it into right action in alignment with what you're certain with. Calibrate it there. You'll find great freedom when you bring it into that place. So until next time, I want to thank Randa Rab, Dante Marino, Kadri Scott, Support the Arts. There's so many great musicians out there. There's a lot of musicians out there that uh, really would be 
welcoming your love and your support and all throughout the arts. So as inspired, please support them. And we're going to exit out with little Kadri Scott. And I want to thank you all for being here, taking this sacred time for yourself, the sacred space for yourself. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simple.